Hello and welcome. I'm Nadav Reese, the financially savvy parent that you always wish you had. Today, we are up to episode number three of the Financially Savvy Parent podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I'm very passionate about, something that far too many people just don't realize. It's small and subtle, but very powerful point. So let's dive right in. In many situations, far beyond just personal finance, people tend to look at things as being all or none. If I don't win, I lose. If I lose, I haven't won. But it's far more nuanced than that, and it's rarely ever all or none. Let's take an example. If I'm working on losing weight, I know I need to eat healthier and maybe exercise some more. That's the plan. Eat healthy and exercise. But like most human beings, we all get urges. Oh, how I love those chips and those cookies and those cakes. And it seems like the more I work on eating healthy, the more I want those tasty treats. Eventually, after what seems like forever, we crack and put those scrumptious, sugary snacks into our mouths. What happens then? The feeling of guilt kicks in. I know I'm not supposed to be eating cookies. What the heck's wrong with me? There goes my diet. Well, since I've already destroyed my diet, I might as well eat a whole bunch more cookies. Since I've already wrecked my diet, I might as well eat the entire tub of ice cream. The calorie floodgates have been broken, so none of it matters. And then we just eat and eat and eat. Should I have eaten the cookie? Probably not. But even if I do, it's not the end of the world. Having a cookie might even be able to help me quench some of those urges, but it should not be an excuse to give up on the goal of losing weight. It's not all or none. You can have a cookie and lose weight. Just keep in mind, it's not all or none. The cookie might not be the healthy snack that we know we should be eating, but it's not the end of the world if we do eat it. Why do we give up and then eat all of the cookies? We're looking for an excuse to sabotage ourselves because we know that it's easier if we don't put in all the effort to lose weight. Subconsciously, we think, if I'm not on a diet, then I don't have to try to eat healthy. I don't have to make smart food decisions. I definitely don't have to go to the gym. I can just chill and eat ice cream and cookies. We sabotage ourselves so we can continue to go on without trying. The problem, though, is that we need to try. We need to put in that effort to make smart food choices. We need to decide to win in the long run. When we decide to pig out on cookies and ice cream, we think we're winning in the short run because it's easy to do and it tastes great. But what we don't realize is not only are we not winning in the short term, but we're actually losing in the short term and we're doing nothing to help us win in the long term. But hey, it's easy and it tastes great. The same is true when it comes to our financial lives. We're not even going to discuss the people that don't even have personal finance on their radar. They spend their whole lives squandering their money and wake up in their 50s or 60s and realize that they haven't put anything away and they're probably going to have to work until the day they die. We're not even talking about them. From the fact that you're already listening to this podcast lends me to believe that you are one of the smart ones. You know you need to and want to make a good financial life for you and your family. And even if you don't know exactly what that means or how to do it, that's okay. If you're here listening to this podcast and starting to have those thoughts and dreams, and even maybe those conversations with yourself about personal finance, that you are on the right track. I commend you. One of the keys to the recipes for success is to remember that it's not all or none. You wake up one day and you realize, man, this Nadav guy, he's right. I really have to get on that personal finance train. I got to get myself together. Boom. That's a huge win. Then you start learning what that means and how to start taking the right steps to get our finances together. We start making smart spending decisions and doing the right things with our money. Now we're on the personal finance train and the engines are starting to pump on all cylinders and we're picking up speed and we're feeling great because we're doing the right things and we're on the right track. 
and it feels wonderful. We're doing it. The dream seems real. It feels real because it is real. We're really doing it. And then it happens. Something goes wrong. We had a bad month or some big unexpected expense comes up or we spend too much going out one night with our friends and boom, we feel like the train has derailed. We feel like we messed the whole thing up. All of our hard work and all of our planning, it's all for nothing now because we messed up. And that's even if it was out of our control. What do we have to show for all that hard work that we put into this? I have failed. Listen, as your financially savvy parent, I'm here to tell you that that's just not true. You haven't failed, even if you had a setback, even if you definitely, definitely, definitely made a mistake and spent way too much money on something that really doesn't matter and you have absolutely nothing to show for it. It's not all over. Setbacks are real. We aren't as far along as we were before we messed up. It's okay. Just because we ate that cookie doesn't mean we then have to eat the whole tub of ice cream. So we spent too much money this month. Okay, own it. Acknowledge it. And then realize that this, hopefully, is not the last month of your life. We will have many more months to budget for and to make smart financial decisions. One temporary setback does not derail everything we've been working for. We can take steps to prevent mistakes in the future, but they will happen. And that's okay. We aren't perfect, and this is a work in progress. Most military wars aren't won or lost over any one battle. It's a long series of successful battles that's needed in order to win a war. Yes, perhaps today our front lines have been pushed back a little bit, but it's not over. We need to continue to fight, continue to put in place those strategies and actions that'll help us win the war. That's what happens when we spend a little too much money or hit a bump in our financial road. We shouldn't expect it to be smooth. I'm telling you now, it's going to be bumpy. But just because it's a bumpy ride doesn't mean we can't get where we want to go. The thing that gets us there is by continuing along the road. Another month, another day, another hour on the road. We just have to keep going step by step. If you run out of gas, you don't just sit there and die on the side of the road. No way. You fix the problem and then keep going. Don't sabotage yourself by thinking that any one mistake defines the entire process. And if you screw it up, that it's all over. No way. Just keep going. There's something very interesting that happens when you keep on going. As you spend more time on the path to financial success, you'll start to learn about what works and what doesn't. You can begin to fine-tune your journey and the strategies that you'll use in order to reach success. You can even start to experiment and see what the outcomes are of your experiments. One month, you might try a different product at a supermarket just because it's on sale or because it just costs less in general. You not only save a bit of money, but you make a decision about whether this product is worth switching to. You might love the product or you might hate it, and that's okay, but you're paying attention to what you're buying and your financial decisions and testing things out and making decisions. You tweak the process and you keep working towards your goals. The more time you stay on that track, the further you'll go. And the further you go, the easier it'll be. And as you continue, you'll see that no individual choice or mistake is all that big of a deal in the big picture. In the beginning, one mistake seems like the end of the world, and that's why you end up giving it all up. The beginning is always the hardest. These changes in our lives are new, and they feel very hard. Just like when we start a diet. Who wants to cut back on sugar or eat salads? So too with our finances. Budgeting feels like a major task in the beginning, but after a few months, it's really, really easy. Filling out forms to set up your accounts and automate your savings feels like a bunch of work. But before you know it, you're on autopilot, and the balances of those accounts are going up and up month after month. The train has left the station and has built up momentum. You're going harder and faster than ever before. That's the same train that was hard to get going in the beginning, but eventually you're cruising. 
You just need to get going. Even getting going doesn't need to be all or none. You just need to start. Maybe you don't want to go cold turkey and overhaul your entire financial life. But what you can do is decide to bring a bag lunch to work one day instead of buying an entree with your coworkers. Maybe you aren't ready to give up your extra car, but you can carpool to work a few days a week in order to save money on gas. A wise man once taught me something that's absolutely amazing and I think about all the time. He said that when most people say they want something, like they want to lose weight or they want to do some other big change in their life, what they actually mean is that they want to want. They don't want to do it. They want to want to do it. If they actually wanted to do something, they would do it. If you want to lose weight, you get the junk food out of your house and you start eating healthy. If you say you want to lose weight, but you actually do nothing to change your habits, you don't want to do something. You want to want to do something. Just saying that you want to do something is nothing. Whatever you do, just get going. It's hard to start, but it will get easier. What matters is that you start. Does saving feel like a huge task? Just save a little drop. And next month, you'll realize you didn't even notice the amount that you saved last month. So you'll decide to save a little bit more. And it'll go on like that for a few months, saving a little bit more each month. And after a few months, you'll look up and realize you're saving way more than you ever imagined you could. You will be shocked. It only happens, though, if you get started. Just do something. You might be scared to save that much, but it's not all or none. And if you get started, you'll be able to do more than you realize and more than you even imagined you could ever do. You'll wonder why you didn't start earlier. It's not all or none. Just get started. Just try to make a change. Even if you think you failed that attempt, try something else. Just keep going. You can go where you need to go, but only if you keep taking the steps that'll get you there and you don't give up. It's okay to eat the cookie from time to time. Just don't let yourself believe that it's the end of the world and everything's all over if you do eat the cookie. And now that you ate the cookie, you can eat all the ice cream too. We all make mistakes, but those of us that continue on are the ones that are going to get where we want to go. If you've made it this far, I know that you have it in you to continue. I know you can do it. And if you feel like you need some help or encouragement along the way, just let me know. I'm here to take this journey with you. I'm Nadav Reese, a financially savvy parent that you always wish you had. I look forward to watching you cross the finish line and getting where you want to go. Keep up the good work. You can find this and other episodes of the Financially Savvy Parent podcast on the main podcast platforms. You can also find Financially Savvy Parent on YouTube or at FinanciallySavvyParent.com. Join the family and learn how to help your family have a healthy relationship with money.